Socialista Podcast, a collection of stories from Las Vegas creatives. My name's Brianna, and I'm going to be your guide to the city of Las Vegas, where I will be unveiling the stories of all of our amazing creatives, makers, entrepreneurs, and community changers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Socialista Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode. I am here with Daniel Park. He's a very well-acclaimed solo artist here in Las Vegas. So, Daniel, thank you so much for coming out here well, today. thank you very much for having me. Of course. <laughs> so, um, before we get started into how you started your music career, can you tell me where you're originally from? Yes. I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, I went to college in New Mexico, too, but uh, okay. down at New Mexico State, which is in a little town called Las Cruces, New Mexico. Mm. Yeah. Near, it's kind of near El Paso. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like maybe like a 30, 40 minute drive from El Paso. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So what initially brought you out to Las Vegas? Like why did you end up moving here? So I moved out here because uh, I got an offer from one of the casinos, um, mm. the Red Rock Casino, to perform there on a regular basis. Okay. And so um, the lead up to that was I was traveling a lot um, before. So I was doing lots of traveling, like going from New Mexico to Phoenix to yeah. LA to uh, all the way up to Seattle and mm. do, you know, kind of make myself down and I'd drop by Las Vegas. And so people, okay. would, you know, I would drop by every now and then. And uh, yeah, eventually one of my friends was like, I had a connection with one of the casinos and just mentioned my name and they're like, oh yeah, we'll check them out. And then yeah, they gave me a call and was like, hey, we really like your stuff. And yeah, so um, I auditioned, came, flew out, auditioned, did a whole thing, and yeah, right, and uh, got the part. So yeah, wow, that's amazing. So, how long then have you been living in Vegas? Uh, about four years now. Four yeah. years. Wow. Over okay. Four years. So, what was that transition like? So, you it sounds like that you grew up in New Mexico probably uh-huh. your whole life, went to school there, yep. correct? And then did some traveling. So what was that like when you were transitioning here from... Um, well, at the time, I was traveling a lot. So it was easy for me to kind of move. I didn't have any furniture. I didn't, right. Um, I mean, I did at one point in my life, but I got rid of all that to travel a yeah. lot. So, yeah, I have put everything in my car that I needed, all my equipment, you know, and just a duffel bag. And I just drove and would travel every week. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So what then started your music career like was this something you were passionate about as a kid yeah I I mean yes I started violin when I was young and then picked up guitar in high school and then just from there I just always wanted to perform I I loved performing yeah yeah definitely you're a man of like many like talents you said the guitar violin you sing yeah the the triple threat I guess yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) there you go so um how was your your family's reactions? Were they like really supportive when you were getting into music? Or? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. I don't think they still understand what I do. I think okay. they just go like, "Well, it just plays music." But yeah. yeah, I don't think they understand like the, like the pursuit of. Um, yeah, I don't. It's it's tough because I when growing up, I remember telling my mom like, "Hey, I want to do music," and and she's just like, "Well." 
you know, not a lot of people will get paid playing music. And yeah. it was kind of, like, discouraging in a way. So I don't think she really understood, like, what was possible. And right. How, yeah. Yeah. But it's so, I, yeah, I don't know. So yeah. I'm not sure, as far as, like, support from my family, not not really, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, 100%, they're not, like, 100%, like, oh, yeah, we're cheering, cheering you on. They're just like, oh, it's cool, you know, that you play music, but they don't, like, come to my shows or anything like that. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess, in a sense, like, when somebody is starting out, the big dream is, you know, to be playing at these big venues and yeah. stuff. And if somebody doesn't really come from that, that mindset or that career field like your mm-hmm. parents um it might be kind of hard to they're just kind of like what is yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't know what's happening but i i mean i just kept on pursuing it yeah know? definitely mm-hmm. i can see where that could make you like stronger and like want to definitely go after your your passion so yeah. that's that's great for sure so um if you could explain like what initially sparked that passion for music mm-hmm. how would you explain that um that's a good question. I, you know, it just, ever since uh, high school, I played guitar, sang just for fun. And then when I moved out to college, that's when I started playing in bands, you know, okay. so I would play in bands. And that's where, like, the, I think the stage time really came through because then, you know, people were having fun yeah. with my music and, and the bands, you know, and I could see the passion from there. And, uh, yeah, and that's I think probably what sparked it was like after college I was just like oh I gotta keep keep it going you know because all those bands fell through right but you know what do you do so yeah. I just kept on I started doing the solo thing mm-hmm. and that's when I started traveling like hey I, I know other people that do the solo thing I can do this too yeah, yeah so so what was that like I guess going from living at home then going to college and then kind of just uprooting yeah. to to travel down the west coast. Um, I, f- it was exciting. It, it is, well, I remember it's just like exciting to see new faces, new sites yeah. and new, yeah, that's, that's literally what it was. It was just like an exciting time just to see and do and experience new things. Yeah, yeah definitely. So how, I guess, would you explain, um, the reactions or like the music scene that you were, you were playing in between the different like spots that um, you're playing on the West Coast? Excuse me. <coughs> I'm a little sick. Oh no! Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, this whole week I've been really sick. Well, you've been really busy, from what I've like seen. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, even this week, so yeah, it hasn't helped. Uh, anyways, um, it, every place has a different music scene. Like, especially if you're an outsider, you can't really, mm-hmm. you don't really know the the in the places to go or the the you know the places to play that are like the in places until you you're around for a while like every place yeah. I go that's just the way so how'd you figure that out then because if you were traveling and I guess some of these places were pretty new to you how yeah. did you get into those those places how'd you get gigs well so I would look online back in the day back in that day that was the MySpace the yeah that was the MySpace <laughs> time so yeah. I remember MySpace and so what I would do is I, I learned this trick from another friend, but I would see where like similar musicians were playing mm-hmm. in those areas. Yeah. And so then I'd contact those venues. You know, I could see like where so and so was playing in that city that had yeah. a similar vibe to me. And yeah. so then I could contact that venue and be like, Hey, I'm gonna come through town and so it was a lot of like emailing, calling. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't imagine like 
taking like how big of a risk that kind of is oh for sure yeah. so i mean touring it's from that sense is not profitable from uh from a from a money standpoint right, so that's yeah. that's why after two years of that i was i was in debt you know and i was like well i got this call from Las this casino in las vegas that wants me to hire me every every weekend you know yeah. so yeah so how long after traveling did you get that call from uh, I'd uh, say about, about two years. Two yeah. years, yeah. Year and a half-ish, yeah. And I guess what were like your thoughts? Because you, you weren't, um, you haven't visited Las Vegas before? Or did uh, yeah, you know the city? I, would, I would go through Las Vegas okay. every now and then sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so were you like super excited when you first found out? Or? Yeah, okay. I thought it was like a new, I, th- I felt like it was really cool, like, oh, wow, these people like what I'm doing, you know, so yeah. I should, and then it's good pay. And I was like, well, it's only two days out of the week. I could still travel five days of the week if I wanted sure, to. Sure, yeah. Know? So back then I was only playing Fridays and Saturdays, you know, okay. and that's all I needed really to, to live. Make so, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. So you play covers, you uh-huh. write your own music, yeah. and then you use this technique called looping. Yes. Could you explain to listeners who aren't sure what sure. that is? Sure. Looping is this idea. It's a it's use it's a it's a foot pedal. So it's like uh, you know see somebody using a a pedal on their feet. So this allows this pedal allows me to record on the fly, like in real time. Yeah. Um, any anything from my guitar or my violin. Um, so if I want to record a violin piece, mm-hmm. it'll, I can record a phrase and it just replays that phrase over and over again. Yeah. So I can put my guitar down, but the guitar would still be playing Okay. It, it, through the speakers, right? Sure. And then I can pick up my violin and play that on top of the guitar. And then I can also like loop more violins on top of each other. So I can make it sound like a whole orchestra if I wanted yeah. to. That's yeah. really interesting. I mean, yeah. before, um, I think I have seen you at um, Container Park perform oh, once, and I believe you, that's um, yep. where you mentioned it, and I was like, what is that? So that's something yeah. definitely new to me, and it's a very interesting concept, and yeah. it's nice that you could be a solo artist and kind of have the whole band vibe, I guess. D- definitely. Yeah. It's it's definitely different than a band, but I I like it because it got, allows me to be solo and have but have definitely. the freedom of having a big sound. I guess yeah is what I like. About yeah, it. for sure. So, um, you said that you played in a couple bands in college. Is that correct? Yeah. So, what was um, that transition for you? Like going from kind of this group think in a way you're in a community you want to make the whole band um, collaborate work together to being a solo artist what would you say some of the the big differences or um so being in a band is hard you gotta you gotta work with a lot of personalities Mm. sometimes some people are are lazier than other people some people put more yeah and so like this whole idea of getting together to practice um, sometimes yeah, time. even, even as a, even as a struggle or yeah. if you, some people don't make as much money as other people too. So some of mm-hmm. them have to work more and go like, or they, you know, and so this, it's just, uh, there's a lot more involved when you're thinking of a band, but I mean, it's, it's great when you can have a good band, uh, put together, but yeah. it's so much effort sometimes where it's like, I wouldn't say it's not worth it, but it's been, it's 
it's it definitely is a lot more of a struggle you know okay, yeah when you get paid gigs you split it up with everybody definitely, so everybody yeah. you know doesn't make as much money yeah um, for sure. so it's been really good from the money end for me to, to be to pursue a solo career so yeah, I'm able to exactly. live um, decently well as a solo musician right yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I did want to backtrack a little bit to okay. the looping. Is that something that you do every time you perform? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I would say, 99.9% of the time you'll see me every time I perform yeah. doing that. So how did you learn about that concept? Was that something that like you learned in studies? Um, yeah, I actually, uh, a friend back in college showed me this video of this guy, um, Howie Day, I don't know if you know him, but... I don't think so, no. Um, he's only had, like, one popular song, and, but, uh, yeah, he, he, I saw this video of him doing that, I was like, I just had this, like, light bulb over my head, I was like, oh, that's how I could play, because back then I was just playing guitar and singing. Yeah. As a solo artist. Uh, I was like, that's how I can play guitar and violin at the same song. You yeah. Know? So I, yeah, after, soon after that, I got, I got the same pedal that that guy had. And uh, as a poor college musician, it was like really hard. I was like, oh man, this pedal's $250, you know, how right. am I going to, how am I going to afford it? But I'm going to do it. And exactly. So that's that's kind of how it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what inspires your work? Like, how would you, um... How would you describe your style and where you get inspiration from? Um, I, I think like a lot of the musicians that I listen to in my spare time are like pretty much singer-songwriters mm -hmm. or they're, um, they, you know, like John Mayer was something I listened to. I, I started playing guitar. I played a lot of Dave Matthews and okay. stuff like that growing up. Um, John Mayer, obviously in college, and then like as things go through, you know, just um, people that inspire me, like someone like Ed Sheeran can kind of be a solo act, and uh, actually, so Ed Sheeran does a lot of looping in his shows. That's how he can do. Okay. He can do a one man show, but he he does the same concept. Oh, he, I see. Yeah. He does the live looping. Yeah. Okay. So I've just I've been doing it at least ten years, but yeah, know, wow. He's been doing it probably just as long, but. That's amazing. Yeah. So when you were first, I guess, coming out in the scene, um, what sort of reaction were you getting from your audience? I think uh, it just depends on the audience. Like they, I think some people really think it's cool, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't still don't really understand the concept yeah. of it. And they go like, oh, what's happening? So yeah. <laughs> I, I usually try way, to but... explain it, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, so it, cause this is a different how to set up a song is a lot different than than a regular band or whatever i mean yeah. you have to sometimes you have to start with a loop or sometimes you just have to play the guitar and the beginning of a song seems maybe longer than a normal song right. but sometimes if you do it right you mm -hmm. can you can really make a good soundscape i guess is what i what i yeah. call it yeah definitely so i guess when you are prepping or you're doing a cover and you're, you're practicing, um, with the looping, how, what is that process like? Um, I always think about when I'm looping to try to get to the meat of the song as yeah. soon as possible. So people don't get bored a lot. A lot of the looping musicians I see will kind of go through a lot of the loop, meaning they'll set up the loop and it takes them two to three minutes almost. Oh, okay. Um, 
when I'm like, no, we gotta, you know, maybe I'll just start with the drums. And, and as I'm singing, yeah, I can multitask, so I can record the guitar part as I'm singing part, you know, part of it. Yeah. And then the next time it comes around, then I can add the bass line, and then, you know what I mean, as right. I'm, as I'm singing it. So it's like people recognize the lyrics, um, and so they can listen to it. But I'm actually adding layers as I'm playing. So yeah. that's what I think about because. Because a lot of people, it's not about setting setting it up. Can be can make the song like really super long. It can make it mm. ten minute song. You know, yeah. that's not really what. That's not the point of looping to me. It's the point is to be able to be a solo act, but not, uh, but still interact with an audience in a way that they feel like, oh wow, this is cool. You yeah. Know, and I can sing along, but I don't. It. I don't want to take up a lot of their time doing what I need to do. I want to just present it to them and go like, "Hey, sing with me." You know. Yeah. Maybe it takes like one minute to set up the song. You exactly. Know? Cool. So when you're writing your own music, is that you also use the looping? I I, I, I consider it, but I don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of it's a lot of my uh, original stuff is actually it sounds like a band or it sounds like a, yeah. It's a full production. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's not just. Yeah, the looping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. No, so, definitely. So, something to think about in the future, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when did you actually start breaking out and writing your own music? Um, I, I mean, I would say my first thing I came out with was in 2007. So it's okay. been a while. But yeah. my releases have not been that consistent. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be more consistent about writing and releasing yeah. new stuff. But yeah, I, the problem is I need <laughs> is the time right now. It's been um, I've I've pursued the the live uh, you know playing gigs so much. Yeah. That, uh, I feel like I've been playing so many gigs. I haven't been able to to pers- you know write and record as much. And that's the problem right. is sometimes if you do you're you're good at what you do or whatever, then you get asked to do like, hey, can you do this thing? Can you right. do this thing? And like, yeah. can you do this for me? And like, that's that's kind of the point I'm at right now where I'm like playing tons of gigs and it's great because that's what I love to do. But then yeah. I, I realize, you know what? I need to step back so I, I can pursue this this other stuff that I need to do, like yeah. to, to do original music. You have to spend a little bit of time writing and recording and yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just from your Instagram, it's apparent that you've been traveling a lot lately yes. and doing gigs. So can you tell me where you've been traveling? Sure. What that was for? Yeah, I um, sometimes because of Las Vegas, um, you get you you meet uh, people through corporate events or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, this company in Australia uh, has asked me, actually this is the second year they asked me to come back and, and perform for them for, oh, wow. their, uh, for one of their events. It's just, it's a, it's a, um, insurance company and they, but they just really like what I do. So they, oh, um, that's crazy. they, yeah, they flew me out to perform for their event, you know, yeah. for a few nights. So yeah. That's pretty cool. So how did they tell you how they like found you or they, yeah, yeah. They saw me. They saw me in Vegas, you know. Oh, okay. Um, and then they they hired me in Vegas actually for one of their corporate events in oh, Vegas. Oh, okay, yeah. And then from there, they're like, "Hey, would you ever want to come out to Australia and perform there?" That's uh-huh. so cool. So was uh, that your? So I guess that was your. Was that like your second time going back? Yeah. So yeah. I went last year for okay. the event too. But uh, yeah. So every time last year I went and did uh, performed, and then I did like a six week trip after that because I feel. Like, if I'm going to halfway across the world, 
how many minutes ago we'll like explore a little yeah, bit. Yeah, take know? the time so, to like look at everything else. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I, I love that. So like it's been, um, yeah, I kind of used that time to go. This year I went to Bali and Singapore and just explored a bit, you know? Yeah. So what was that like being in each different country? Like were you... I know you performed in Australia, so what uh-huh. was that crowd like? And then just, I guess, the cultural in general. Yeah, Aussies are fun. They like to party, you know, <laughs> and I drink a lot. And so that's, um, that's yeah, it's it's kind of like a Vegas crowd, you know, where yeah. they drink a lot. But they, but they like their specific Aussie songs, which I don't know very well. So it's, it's yeah. kind of hard sometimes to to play what they want to hear when I don't know the songs, but it's still fun. They're really fun. I'll play a lot of 80s songs and then they're like, fun. they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, from there, like I didn't really have any planned gigs, but I always take my guitar, you know, um, and just walk, walk around in different cities. So in Singapore, I yeah. have, a, uh, I have a friend that's a musician that lives there. So, okay. He just kind of said like, "Hey, there's an open mic here," so I, you know, play there, and then yeah, and then um, there was actually one night where I had my guitar with me, and this bar didn't have anybody playing, and I, I could tell they had something. They had like the sound all set up, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Hey, could I just play a few songs?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Yeah, and uh, awesome. yeah, so and then the the guy that was supposed to be there was that was late was like hey why don't you why don't you just play this gig together you know it was and it was good so like that's what i love about traveling is like meeting new people through music and yeah. uh yeah so now i can go back anytime and, and jam with that guy or you know just meeting new people is is really what's awesome about music yeah yeah i love that yeah uh-huh. you definitely have that um i guess that easiness to connect with people which i love that's, yeah that's great um, I did want to bring up, I saw that you posted that you did a three mile hike up a mountain to play. What was yeah, that? Yeah, like I, I actually did this quite a bit. Um, and I think I'm, I'm going to kind of pursue this idea that like traveling and music can kind of, uh, kind of my two passions. I'm mm. going to try to put those, those together into kind of a, a new series. I, I hope, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just. I think I think it's a really cool idea to like bring instead of being in a studio and, and playing music, you know, like in a controlled environment. Yeah. I like the I like the the journey of bringing music where it's it's not really um, where it hasn't been done before. So uh, there's a really cool hike in Bali. It's called um, uh, Mount Batur, um, a sunset hike. Okay. Or sun sunrise hike. Yeah. So, um, the, the guy, the guy meets you at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. That's yeah. really early. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and then you go get on a bus with like all these other people because it's a really popular hike. Yeah. And then, um, go to this place, drink some coffee or tea, meet at another place, you know, and that's where you start. And like probably by like three thirty four is where you start the hike. Okay. Uh, and it takes about maybe two two hours up this pretty like kind of treacherous um <laughs> like, like I don't know if I you know pretty this. pretty steep hike and I'm carrying oh my, my guitar and like my gear. it's pretty yeah it was it's always pretty tough oh my God. um but yeah like maybe two or two and a half hours three hours later was finally like when I you know the sunrise came up and 
and I was able to sing a song. Yeah, that's amazing. Cause I, I think you have that video on YouTube yeah. and I saw, uh-huh. I saw it from there and I'm like that, like in itself is kind of magical yeah. to be playing. Well, one, you played here comes the sun yeah. as the sun was rising. And I just like seeing that video, I was like, this is like the coolest thing I've ever like. Witnessed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do is like create those moments and, and I think it's cool. I did um I did some other hikes in like New Zealand earlier yeah. this year. Uh one hike it was three hours up, yeah, three hours down. It was pretty steep too. Wow. Um and I I sang a song up there too. It was really cool. That's but awesome. it is always like a struggle to like get the yeah, yeah every, it's not just you it's a guitar yeah, yeah. everybody always asks me like you're bringing a good car a guitar up there <laughs> yeah what are you doing yeah yeah it's so yeah they're like why yeah but uh yeah it's really it's really cool I, whenever i play up in those places people are like always like wow that's so cool or that's you know they, they're always like clapping they're like yeah it's crazy yeah (laughs) yeah i definitely wanted to like talk about that because you're just going up and you know you're not really knowing these people and just playing in public like that's amazing so yeah and in singapore too i did this uh they have this really cool river boat tour okay and i was for some reason the boat that i got was completely empty it was just me on the entire 40 minute tour oh wow so i had my guitar and i sang on this boat yeah the you know, on the harbor on in Singapore. So that's one of my videos also. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Just the things you have done and you've seen is... Yeah. I think people, um, you know, in a lifetime don't even get to do a quarter of that. That's, that's yeah, so amazing. I think, um, I think it's a really cool idea. I would like to pursue that idea more and to, to bring my two passions together. Yeah. Travel and music, you know. Yeah. And so maybe capturing you know, wherever I'm going in a musical way is something that I would really like to do, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that idea. So I'd be certainly, like, excited to see where that goes for you. That's really cool. So since you are kind of, like, a nomad, do you feel like you have, I guess, um, like, not one particular style? Do you feel like you're being influenced by these places that you're traveling in your Um, music? I, no, not musically. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. You know, um, I had a thought of, I mean, if I stayed in a place long enough to, to maybe um, use local instruments to, uh-huh. to create songs in those, in those environments. Yeah. But I need more time to Right, to not do just that. like a couple yeah. days. I only, <laughs> yeah, I only have usually a couple days at, in, in where, I'm, where I'm at, yeah. Yeah. But that was an idea I had, yeah. Yeah, well, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> so now that you're back home, what have you been doing um, lately since after your travels? Like, what sort of gigs are you sure. doing? Sure. Um, I'm back into my usual... Uh, I have two, normal, you know, weekly gigs that I usually play. One's in the Bellagio and the other one's at the Westgate. Uh, okay. On Tuesdays and Saturdays. But yeah, I can... I go out of town and just have replacements, you know, that that fill in for me when I'm out of town. But sure. um, yeah, this week... Since I've been back, it, it, that's what I mean. It's just been busy. I I think I did as soon as I got back. I played a gig, the day after, and the day after that I played a wedding and oh my god and a gig after that <laughs> and then and then um yeah and then the following week I played four gigs. One of them being in L.A. and then being back and so wow yeah so that's just yeah that's that's amazing. It feels like it's. You know, I feel like I'm used to it, but now that I realize it, it's a lot. It's, like, probably more than I need to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
but that's just what happens. People go like, hey, we just, one of the gigs was um, here at the Airstream Park, and they're like, oh, can you do this tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah, sure. And then, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So, you know, do I say no or do I, you know? Right. Yeah. Especially since like you live here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's a hard thing is like, I think maybe sometimes I make it, I make it really easy for people to just be like, Hey, yeah, he's a, he's an easy pick because I can play lots of multiple types of music and I'm right. just, I'm a solo act. So I don't, they don't have to think about like, Oh, we need to set up the whole thing or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. And I've learned tons of music and, you know, over the years. So, yeah, definitely. So when you are home in Vegas, uh-huh. I know you said you play at Bellagio and you play at Westgate. Mm-hmm. Um, are you generally like playing just on the strip in those locations or do you play downtown? Mostly. So, I kind of got um, in the downtown area because I was playing Container Park every Friday okay. for like two years. I played. Wow. Played down, uh, yeah, at Container Park, and I yeah. loved it. Um, but I think they they shifted towards something else, and then I I just never got back to it. But I do play there sometimes, still, mm-hmm. just not on a regular basis anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I just um, I would love to play downtown more. It just I don't know. I don't know why I don't. It's just yeah, yeah. Scheduling it's like a new, is like a yeah. It's, it's like a new up and coming scene for sure. And like just talking to various people, and I just had um, DJ Wisdom mm-hmm. on the podcast. Uh, the music scene is really yeah. growing, up and coming. Yeah, so, it's great down here. Yeah, and from I guess I can still consider myself an outsider since I've only been here for about nine months or so. Um, I would have never known any of this was here. Not just the music scene, but, like, downtown in general. Yeah. Um, that there's people who live in this Airstream and Ferguson's or, like, small businesses. Like, I honestly did not think that's what Vegas was. Um, I kind of had that mentality. Well, you know, it's Sin City. It's just a party. Party yeah. city, and that's it. I think that's how everybody thinks of Vegas when the yeah. is it's, like, the strip and, like, clubs and... Party. Bumping. Yeah. But there is kind of, like, this shadow city um beneath that you know yeah. that like i don't want to say shadow because it's better it's like way you the culture the here. culture there's culture here yeah you know there's a whole city around the the strip and i wouldn't say you know everybody focuses on the strip because that's the loudest and the most you know literally the brightest yeah. thing here you yeah know? you know all the signs and whatever but yeah. uh yeah there's there's some great things happening other places you know especially downtown i think downtown's one of the yeah best best things about vegas yeah i would agree i truly fell in love with downtown like when mm. i first found out about it i was like i need to be here all the time <laughs> yeah it's like a new austin feel yeah know, i feel smaller but new austin vibes. definitely yeah yeah so i guess to an outsider or tourist how would you explain the music scene here I would say it's young, but mm-hmm. um, there's there's good vibes in it. Meaning, uh, just like I mentioned, like not as many like live music venues or yeah. not as many bands as in Austin. But yeah. the bands and and the artists that we have are are very um, are really good, and they you know everybody's well c- connected with each other, and it's a great it's a really really good community. Of musicians and for sure yeah 
Yeah, I love it. I love this, like, open arms culture that Las Vegas has. I mean, everybody really is open to other ideas and Mm -hmm. wanting to see other people succeed. Exactly. Which I can really appreciate. Yeah, being, I mean, if you feel like an outsider, I think it's easy to be in. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I think if you don't really take the time to adventure around here or get Mm -hmm. to know other people, like, you're going to hate it. You know, because that was kind of my initial thought when I first came in. I was like, it's Vegas, it's the Strip, it's going to be awful. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing is like to have that negative attitude already. I think that that's what, that's the horror thing if you don't really know, you know. But once you get it, then it's like, oh, it can be cool, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I think a lot of people do come in with that like, oh, it's, man, I'm not really like a club person, you know. Or like, I don't want to (laughs) be... That was yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I very much was like, oh, God, this sounds awful. I don't want to move here. Yeah. Like, uh, so why did you move here then? Oh, so uh, my boyfriend's in the Air Force. So okay. we found out last November oh, that they, we'd be like, coming here. And you're like, oh, I got to move here. <laughs> yeah, we found out. And I was just like, mm, I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> Which they're like, you, go have fun. Like, it's okay. Yeah. But, the first time I came out to Vegas was two weeks before I had to move. Oh, wow. So that was, it was definitely... That's the first time you've ever been here? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I've been here for about nine months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so definitely cultural change because, again, small town like East Coast. Yeah. People are kind of in their own bubble and they don't really definitely. want to Like, it was... I mean, New Jersey's not a small town, but you were, like, in... Not in... Yeah, so I was from... Yeah, I was from South Jersey, so I was, like, around farms and like the town oh, I was living yeah, yeah. was it was pretty small I mean just to give you an idea like you had to travel at least 20 minutes to get to like a bar uh, and for sure yeah, yeah. It, was, it was definitely different than mm. here <laughs> you're like mm, I don't know about that yeah. yeah so I feel like in a smaller well you know where I grew, where I went to college in New Mexico was just a college town like half mm-hmm. the people in the summer would leave you know it's yeah. like that that it's kind of small you know drive the entire town in 10 minutes Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I understand. Like everybody knows each other, and that everybody knows what hap- what's exactly. happening. You know, like yeah. There's like dirt on somebody. You know, yeah. everybody knows about yeah for about sure. it, or you know, so. Yeah, and we were mentioning this a little bit earlier that Vegas people here, like you can say hi, you can smile to them. You know, yeah. anybody's open to talking to you, which. I think needs to be adopted in other places, Definitely. but yeah. <laughs> so, um, to bring it back again, yeah. somebody who's, um, traveling a lot, what are some of your greatest takeaways from traveling to not just all over the U S but yeah, I think across the, the world, the, gr- the best thing about traveling is the inspiration. Yeah. So to see how other people live and to see how other people think about life and, right. And just, um, it inspires me to, to even see more, honestly, mm-hmm. and to do more. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I love about it is like, wow, I can be on this mountaintop, you know, and see the most beautiful sights. And I go like, oh, I'm so inspired right now to right. like, just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a definitely a freedom. I feel like that's just like, you can't get anywhere else. Exactly. Do any, 
you have to like kind of earn it that's that's what I mean like you have to get there somehow and mm-hmm. then you can soak it in and go like oh wow this is this is totally worth it yeah definitely yeah so where have been some of your, your personal favorite places that you've been um sure um I like Australia a lot um Thailand is wonderful Japan um New Zealand I I don't know all, all yeah, over the place. <laughs> everywhere any, yeah any place right yeah. yeah I totally get that like wanting to just soak in like yeah. every place in the world like yeah it's the, awesome ev- the new cities like there's always something interesting happen or just like learning the culture I yeah. think is is definitely a big part of that um, that adventure yeah the sure. food yeah yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah <laughs> for sure yeah so. How did you, like, find out about Ferguson's? Because I know you live in a tiny home here yep. in the community. So how did you first, like, learn about this? So um, I'm one of the original um, uh, tiny houses, I guess. Were uh, you in that, like, little yeah. lot behind the market in the alley? Is that yes, where that was? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we just moved here recently, but uh, I've been in... I've been here for three years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, in a tiny house for yeah. about, about three years now. Yeah. So That's I'm one of the amazing. oldest, uh, I'm one of the oldest residents here. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? You're... Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting. So how would you describe living in a tiny home? Like, did you come from like a, I don't know, just like a more like a normal house, I guess, growing up and like, yeah. what was that like? So, um, the reason why it, it really worked out for me well was because, like I said, I, I lived out of a duffel bag pretty yeah. much traveling right. for two years straight yeah. before I moved here. And so when I moved here, I actually got an apartment for, you know, a year lease. And I actually rented my all my furniture because okay. I had the experience of buying furniture before. And I'm like yeah. moving and not... Right. And the furniture maybe not fitting the space or exactly. it wasn't the right fit or mm-hmm. you know and then what do I do like sell it so like I had you know I've moved a few times in my life I'm like I'm not gonna buy furniture I, I don't even know if I'm gonna live in Vegas for a year right you know yeah. I, I, I said I'd give my I'd give Vegas a year you know I'd give and see what happens you know so from that from that mindset I was like well I'm not going to buy furniture because that doesn't make sense. So I just rented the furniture, rented the apartment for a year and yeah. ended up, yeah, soon after just moving in here. So yeah, after that. And now you've been here for three years. You said. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. That's awesome. So I guess what I want to get into next is for anybody who's interested in pursuing yeah. a music career, what sort of advice would you give to them? I would say... Um, it's easy. I would say stay focused. Like there's a, there's a lot of distraction in music. Like oh, what's popular now? What's you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, the way I got started being a full time musician, and I could you not was open mics. What the advice I would give to other musicians that are just starting out, would be to hit up the open mics. So that's yeah. how I really started my career. Honestly, what I would do is there was an open mic. This is when I was in college. There was an open mic every Tuesday yeah and what I would do is I would challenge myself to learn a new song every week and so what what happened was as I pursued that or yeah uh, as I pursued that it would increase 
um, just the amount of songs I knew, all right, and then yeah. um, and then I would get to perform them every week, and so it gave me this, it gave me a deadline, and it gave me this um, this sense that I was growing as a musician because sure. I was, and so. Yeah. Um, every week I put it in time to make sure that I learn a new song and 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 finished and completed it in a way where it was performable you know? yeah for the people who may be working like a full-time job or doing some other things who may uh-huh. think they don't have the time like the time to put in mm-hmm. um, what was that experience for you like and what would you say to them well, I would say during that time uh, even after that I was working a 40 an hour week job mm-hmm. um, after well so I went to college for electrical engineering so I was an, oh, okay. I was an electrical engineer right after college you know wow. I got a job right away full-time 40 hours a week yeah so what do I, what do you do you just work harder you just yeah. you do your work and then you do what you need to do afterwards yeah you know definitely yeah so what was that like being after college having a career in electrical engineering and uh-huh. then transitioning into your musical um, career was... it was easier than you think it wasn't like I it wasn't like I was an electrical engineer and then all of a sudden I yeah you pursue. had like the experience yeah behind you so sure. what happened was as I was learning songs every week and pursuing that I would get more and more gigs so that's yeah. it was easy to transition over because I already had the work I set up yeah so what happened was I played open mic and this is what happened I played open mic once and uh, a manager of a restaurant was like there and one night he was like hey i really like how you sound what are you doing on thursdays can i hire you you know for thursdays yeah. you know at my restaurant or bar or whatever uh-huh. i don't remember what it was but um i was like okay let's let's try that and so from there uh, um open mics turn into paid gigs you know and then yeah thursdays and then i get fridays and saturdays so mm-hmm. um at a certain point i was playing three nights a week um and that was equaling, or I was earning more than my pay at my 40 an hour a week job. So, at, just an easier transition, I yeah. guess. Like, so at a certain point, it was like, oh, wait, I'm making just as much money working nine to 12 hours a week as a musician than I was 40 hours a week working for someone else, right? Yeah. So, I consider it like kind of being an entrepreneur, a musical entrepreneur, right? Definitely. So, like, if you pursue your passion enough to where it's something that is useful to to somebody else, yeah, uh, mainly restaurants and bars, then mm. they will pay you for your for your talent or for you for the time that you've put into yourself. I guess. Yeah, in, in for sure. Ways. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Following your passion is. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are trying to find out how to do that. Yeah. So that was my, you know, it wasn't all, I didn't always want to be like, oh, you should, you should just play covers the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But it was the, it was the simple and, and the way that I felt was the right way to be able to be a full-time musician right away. You know, right. I was able to transition within a few years and then, um, like kind of teaching my process, I was able to teach other musicians to do that within a year yeah or or six months you know so that's some some of my friends have been able to do it way faster than i i have right just from like now having the trial and error kind of under your belt that's awesome so again somebody who's new to las vegas and they're not realizing like there's a music scene here what Uh would you want to tell them about you and other local musicians sure um 
to see really good local music, I would say the places to be at are the Bunkhouse, um, awesome, um, Container Park, yeah, and Gold Spike. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like those are the three big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for downtown. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm always like following up on their Instagrams. Yeah. Be like who's there tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I wish there was more. I think in the, that's what I mean is it's not as big as some place like uh, Austin, but I think mm-hmm. uh, I think it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Just a different vibe. You know? Yeah, I think just again talking to some people recently that there's people are looking to change, and you know the the artists and the small business owners are really creating this culture for Las Vegas that yeah. a couple years ago. Nobody, exist. it wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, it didn't exist, and I don't think anybody would have thought of that. It's really changing, uh, not only the vibes but like the way people think about Las Vegas. Definitely. Yeah, um, and that's that's definitely like my personal mission is again to show people like what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, that's but, great. Yeah. yeah, it's like some people. I think people just need to be shown what's available because exactly. they just don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. I mean. A personal case that was me like <laughs> again didn't think Vegas was going to be anything special but here I am and I love it so um another big thing that Socialista is big into is collaborating with your community so nice. can you tell me some ways that you're collaborating collaborating with other musicians or just other community members here sure um of course I live here at Ferguson so I do a lot of um well I perform here, you know, when, when needed, but we do, um, I actually, uh, a few years ago, we, uh, started this thing called the open air sessions where it's a community jam. People would come in, um, musicians from the community will come in and we set up this stage with drums and bass and piano and guitar. So, so a lot of musicians, they, they don't need to even need to bring anything. They just, we just have it set up. Yeah. I can kind of see it from the window right here. It's like Mm -hmm. got everything. Yeah. So what we do is set that all up. Um, it's every second Friday of the month. So we're actually having it on this Friday. Oh, next Friday. Yeah. It's coming up Friday. Oh, cool. And, uh, it's really cool. So we'll start off kind of with, um, a big, uh, a band, you know, um, just, whoever wants to come up to start off the jam. Mm. But uh, anybody that wants to perform that night will write their name in like a little jar and what, uh, what instrument yeah. they play. So every uh-huh. song will pick out a new name out of the out of the hat or whatever. And then yeah. uh, whoever, whatever instrument they play. So essentially every song will create a, a different band. Yeah, that that's so cool. Yeah, and so who's ever on stage will kind of figure out what they want to play. You know, like a new person could play electric guitar and be like, hey, I like this song. Yeah. Try to figure it out. And so, as a community, it's really cool to see, like, people who've never really played together before mm. performing together. That's, that's in itself is beautiful. Yeah. Really. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I guess, I don't know if you've experienced that too much here, but when you're working with other musicians or, you know, you're headlining and have other people with you, do uh-huh. you feel that there's some sort of, like, competition or... Um, I don't think so. Um, what's nice about Vegas is, you know, a lot of what I would feel competition wise is competition for gigs, you know, Mm -hmm. because people want the paid gigs or whatever. Yeah. But in my opinion, there aren't enough people for the amount of gigs here because of the amount of, especially on the strip, there's so many, there's so many gigs because 
there could be entertainment anywhere like on sure. the strip there's yeah. like oh we need this lounge to play there i mean there could even be more possible gigs and there's just not enough people to fill so yeah, yeah as far as that goes i don't think there's enough yeah yeah any local musicians need to move out here then right <laughs> exactly honestly there's there's so much work out here that i mean any any good musicians that want to move out to vegas for work can find work i yeah. would say just yeah. need to figure out where you fit mm-hmm. and then yeah for sure definitely get, you can get paid gigs really easily awesome once you get plugged in and yeah kind of recognize like where where you fit and yeah how to how to get those gigs yeah right that's a whole other thing but yeah okay so i want to transition into my last three questions i like mm-hmm. to ask people so what are some of your goals for your career like do you have any um immediate short-term goals and then transitioning into sure. long term? uh the immediate short term is uh to pursue the music that i want to create and play so whether that be it's like I said I've pursued my career really really well playing covers um and I've it's been good I've yeah but now I want to transition into uh performing more of my originals kind of like back when I was traveling for those two years I was playing mostly originals and so once I get here I wouldn't say I got I lost that but I I've been pursuing you know making sure my finances are in order and whatnot sure um because I was in law debt when I was traveling for those two years so yeah oh my gosh um, you can only imagine <laughs> yeah 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 I wasn't really you know everywhere I went it was like paying for gas and you know so like yeah. it's a it's it's a it's a constant like back and forth like mm-hmm. oh I gotta spend money but then I make money and then yeah still um get, so now I'm uh trying to get back into more of a regular writing and recording schedule so I actually have uh, a few songs in the works right now that are almost done in the from the from the recording process um but yeah i want to keep on pursuing that and i think that's uh and probably going to now more of a worldwide tour or whatever if you want to think about it like that like yeah because i travel all all over the world now yeah so we'd like to pursue that more definitely yeah that's with amazing. original songs and kind of get that going yeah for sure so i know you talked about um a little bit of the different um bars here like different venues so when you're not working where are some of your favorite places to hang out um so yeah definitely bunkhouse is a great place to hang out uh ferguson's is a great place to yeah. hang out. i'm just here <laughs> yeah i'm we'll just hang out here and uh you know drink a little bit from fernet and uh play some liar's dice have you played liar's dice yet? no what is that oh it's a game with dice and i don't know it's kind of like a kind of pokerish concept with the, uh-huh. how it works but yeah we'll explain that later okay yeah but yeah we play lots of like board games or like watch movies here or just hang out yeah. it's really cool um yeah or we can just walk around downtown like you know fremont is a great place to just yeah. walk walk up and down and yeah find some great food or a great place to drink and yeah, yeah definitely. all the locals kind of go yeah up you know in the on Fremont Street, so I'm sure you've done that before. Yeah, I did the Fremont East, and I was like, mm, well, let's see what else is over here. I was yeah. like, okay, I like this better. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Atomic Liquors, Bunkhouse, uh, those are probably the more local yeah. local bars I go to, because they're, yeah, kind of a little bit farther down away from all the craziness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, where can people find you? 
on um, social media? Yeah. Um, well, I have my website, danielparkmusic.com. Uh, my Instagram is danielparkmusic. Twitter is danielparkmusic. YouTube is Daniel Park Music. <laughs> just all across the board. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just Daniel Park Music. So yeah, you can find all my all my stuff there. Awesome, definitely. I will link all those below so people can sure. find you and hopefully come out to some of your your future shows. That's great. Now, if you don't mind me asking, do you have any like shows coming up like 2018? Anything you can um, tell me? Yeah, I plan on being in uh, LA a lot more. So if people are okay. in LA, but also here, there's you know I think. If anything, just go on my website and I, I keep that pretty much up to date. Yeah. With awesome. Everything I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely I'll have okay. that there so people yeah, can yeah. find out where you are. Yeah. Which... That's probably the easiest. Yeah. I just, it's all random. So. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Daniel, well, for taking time. Well, thank you very much time. for having me. Yeah. yeah. On a Sunday night, especially. Oh, that, that's actually perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Okay. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. never know who's gonna be there You never know who's worth fighting for Till it's too late, now up to fade All those memories never fade away Will that make you change today? You never know who's round the corner You never know if it's your neighbor Can they be the one to see the sun When your eyes are blinded from the things you've done? Will that Make you change your ways Don't be afraid to try Don't ever wonder why This could be the start of something beautiful This could be the start of something wonderful Like being hit with the lightning bolt Electrify you to your soul Don't wait until tomorrow Can you wanna run away? If I hold you, will you stay? Follow your inner voice It's time to make a choice This could be the start of something beautiful This could be the start of something wonderful Like being hit with the lightning bolt Electrify you to your soul
were just listening to You Never Know by Daniel Park. If you enjoy his music, please make sure you go support him and see him live. He plays every Tuesday at Lily Bar in Bellagio from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. and every single Saturday at the International Bar inside the Westgate Hotel from 9 p.m. to midnight. Please make sure you go follow all of his social media links, which will be down below, but you can find his music on YouTube, um, iTunes, Daniel Park Music. You can also follow his Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Daniel Park Music. Guys, if you enjoyed that episode as much as I did, please, please, please go leave a review. Um, I have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram, Twitter. I don't use it that much, but hey, go follow it. Why not? Um, it would really mean the world to me if you did that. And, um, really would be so honored if you left a review. It shows me that you're enjoying it. If you have any feedback, um, I would really love to see that. And it's another way that more friends can find this podcast. So make sure that you're sharing it with some friends as well. If you have any recommendations for guests that you would like to hear interviewed on the podcast, please shoot me an email. I'm always curious to what people are interested in and who you want to hear on here. So you can email me. It's socialista.llc at gmail.com. I will also have that in the description. And also send me a message or an email if you or a friend are in a band or you're a solo artist um, from Vegas and you want to be featured on the podcast because I need a new artist every week and I'm really excited to to hear some new people. So please go ahead and let me know. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I would like to give a big thank you to Ferguson's Downtown for the recording space, Chop 808 for the theme music, and Abby Paulus for the graphic art. Please join me next Friday for an episode with Diana Edelman from Vegan's Baby. I'll see you Friday.